Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Oh, man, got a radio show. Man, got a radio show and a whole lot more, too, man. God is good to me. I have no other explanation. I have no other explanation of my existence and where I stand in this thing called life, except if it was not for the goodness of God Almighty, if it was not for his grace and his mercy, there's no way I could exist the way that I do. I would not be who I am or where I am. I am who I am and where I am simply because God is who he is. If it was not for God, I would have no testimony for you because I would have failed every single test. Plain, pure, and simple. I can sit here today and tell you flat out that it is purely because of God's grace and mercy that I exist today because of his favor. See now, he he shows us favor in life because of a, a combination of things I've discovered. And this is not the whole answer to life. Um, I can assure you it's not. But this is a combination that I've grown to understand better and better. And I wish I had gotten it earlier in my life. But here it is. If you take faith and you combine it with an incredible work ethic, then God has the greatest opportunities to show you favor. That's the best way I can explain success to you from my standpoint. 
It is the combination of faith and work that produces the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, a lot of times we want God to bless us, but we ain't doing nothing for him to bless. So now we sideways in the equation a little bit. But see, if you had the faith in God that God can do anything but fail, that God will get you through, that God will see you through, that the God is the God you serve is the greatest giver of all good things. If you kept that faith intact through it all and you produced an incredible work ethic, that allows the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, w- without that, what you want God to do? See, you can have faith and be sitting at the house watching TV, there's nothing being produced, no opportunities for God to show you favor. And you got to do some things, man, that you are uncomfortable doing or don't feel like doing or something that don't have the right payoff right in front of your face with the faith that it'll pay off later on. See, too many people are working for the right now reward. And the right now reward is not how it works. Sometimes the reward is coming later on up the road. But the only way you can know that is if you got to you got to apply the faith. And see, the reason you don't know that, that it's coming like that, or you have to have faith to believe that it's coming, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith is. You know, you standing at, let me give you an example. You standing at the crosswalk with, with a walk sign on it and the, and the sign flashing on the corner, don't walk. Then the, the signs say, walk. What do you think your chances of making it across that street is? Well, pretty good. Because guess what? The signs say walk. You can see the other side. There's other people in the crosswalk walking. So guess what? You strike out blindly. It don't take a lot of faith to get across that street. That's, that's, that's not what I'm talking to you about. I'm talking about the faith, the belief in things that you cannot see. The faith that what I'm doing today, I believe in my heart of heart that God wouldn't bring me this far to leave me, that God is a true and living God, that he keeps his promises, that later on, these things that I'm working towards right now going to pay off later on. See, too many people want the reward right now. See, that's not the exhibition of faith. If it's the right thing to do, if it's, if it's a good thing to do, if it's a just thing to do, see, if it's sin in it, it ain't God. You can just clear it on up right there. You can stop all the wondering if that's his voice talking to you, if it's the right thing to do. If it's sin in it, it's not God talking to you. Kill it. You you can shut it down. You ain't got to wonder about it. Go down there and seek revenge. That ain't God. Go tell him off when you see him. That ain't God. Anything that's got sin in it is not God's voice telling you to do it. So you you can kill that conversation today. That's how you know. But if you align yourself up, man, and you and what you're doing is just and right and correct and pleasing in the sight of God, it'll pay off for you later on. And see, uh, here's, 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 here's the best way I can tell it to you. Here's another way. When you're going somewhere, when you're, when you're on the road to going somewhere, and you know the somewhere that you're trying to get to, 
let's say you've set a goal or a vision for yourself. You know where you want to get to. You got a got a good idea. And you own your way to going there. Listen to me. When it gets hard, and it is going to get hard, when it gets difficult, and it is going to get difficult, when it becomes challenging, and it is going to become challenging, when it becomes all three of those things, when it don't look like it's going to happen, don't stop and complain so much. But see, I know he done blessed me, but in the middle of it, man, I, I felt a little heavy. And you got to be careful when it get hard for you because you'll find yourself complaining. And when you complain and see, what you can't do is you can't complain so much that you forget that the place that you're trying to go to, you actually on your way there still. See, don't get caught up in the complaining and then lose sight of your blessing that's actually happening to you. What? Really, man, of, of all the times to register a complaint to God, to sit up and go, hey, man, I, 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 didn't, I wanted to ease back into this thing. Ease back in. Man, you in. It's, it's a tornado whirling around you. You ain't got time to ease back in. You got to go on and jump back in it. It is what it is. To whom much is given, much is required. Always appreciate the blessings. Don't get so caught up in the complaints that you lose sight of the blessings, man. God got a lot for you in your life, man. But you got to have them two things, y'all. You got to take that faith and you got to apply a, a, a crazy work ethic to it. And that creates the most opportunities for God to show you favor. And when God starts showing you favor, man, all them seeds you planted, all of that, all of that wheat you've been sowing, all of that hard work you've been put in, God will pay it off. And he'll pay it off in ways that you don't even see coming. Okay? Cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's upon us again. What a blessing, man. What a great day it is to be alive. I don't know how you feel about it, man, but I am grateful, man. I don't know how I'm going to be today. I haven't quite made up my mind about it, but I will. I don't know. Do you. Yeah. Okay, I'll just do me then. Ladies and gentlemen, to help me do me. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., better known as Kill Spates or better known as Junior. More people know him as Junior, probably. Yeah. And then Nephew Tommy. That's who the cast is. Let's get it on. Let's open the morning with Junior. What's on your mind? All right, Uncle, let me ask you something. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. If you could put a playlist together of five songs for your girl on Valentine's oh, dog, Day, oh, you, come you, on, you, man. Come on. What this fit to be? What is going to sound like? Junior, Junior, you, this is this is not a. Why am I thinking about this? <laughs> yeah, this, mm-hmm. this something you ain't got to think about. I'm going. First of all, okay, I have to start with a door. That is mm-hmm. until the end of time. <laughs> I'll be there for you. <laughs> You are my heart and mind. Yeah. I truly adore you. Yeah. If God one day struck me blind on beauty, yeah. I would still see. Mm-hmm. Because love is too weak to define just what you mean to me. You understand? Yes, yes sir. Okay. If I had to come up with another one, it would have to be the greatest lyrically 
written song about love of all time. No song has ever been Don't written with lyrics more <laughs> ingrained about love than Stevie Wonder's uh-huh. ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what? One ass. As around oh. the yeah. sun, the earth knows she's revolving. Uh-huh. And the rosebuds know to bloom in early May. Just as kindness knows no shame, know through all your joy and pain that I'll be loving you always. That's just one line of about 50 that (laughs) describes love in an incredible way. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Keep going. Beautiful. Third song, I did it on Kings of Comedy. Yes, sir. Uh Lenny Williams. Okay. We talking about love. Yeah. <laughs> the other two is all optional. Those are must. But if you <laughs> gon' throw it in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maze. Yeah, I know sir. I bought it on myself. Yeah. I owe no blame to no one else, and now I realize I, I can't get over you. Okay. Mm. And then love's holiday. Earth, wind, and fire. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. All right, Steve. That list can go on and on and on. We know it. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with Nephew Tommy and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Nephew is here to start our morning off with run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Ah, I got something nice for you. Let me wrap it up, put it in a, put a bow on it. It's called Boogie Snitching. Boogie Snitching. Come on, Boogie. Get to snitching. Hello? Man, I speak to Boogie. Yeah, this Boogie. Hey, Boogie, this KB. Let me ask you something, man. How you get out of jail before Marcus got out of jail? How y'all go to jail at the same time, but you get out a month before him and he's still in there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? This KB, this Marcus' brother, tell me how you get out of jail, but Marcus still in there, and you been out over a month now. They hey, say hold you up, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, they say you snitching, buggy. Snitching. That's what's going on. You up in there snitching? Hold on, bro. Hold on. You slow, slow it down. Slow it down a little bit, man. Hold up. You know what? I really don't need to be having this conversation with you, but you coming at me like this. It's called bail. How it's you called, how you out called, how you out on bail, but Mark is still in there. Tell me that, Boogie. Man, how you gonna call me with You know what? You know what? I ain't finna trip with you, but you now this. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me pull those right now. All I know is they the one saying you the one that snitched on my brother and that's why he's still in there and you out. I don't know where you getting this from, but I'ma tell you what. I had to go to work. I need to get the f- out of there. But you ain't you ain't hear me. I went to jail, too. Boogie, you gonna mess around and get your ass whooped for snitching, man, because that's what you been out there doing. Man, what, what the f*** is you talking about? You been out there snitching. That's why you out, and my brother Marcus is still in there. You, then- you know what? You know what? It's called bail, That's what it's called. It's called bail. I had to go to work. I don't know what you tripping on. 
All I'm tripping on is that the fact that you out and my brother ain't out. He's still in there. Dog, I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking for you, Buggy. You hear me? I'm looking for you, yeah, man. You, but you, but you know, you know where I'm at. You know where. At. You know what? Since you, since you run around here like a little, like he is. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. All I want to do is go get me a, a beer. I jump in the car and then I was getting your mama some cigarettes. So how you coming at me like that? Okay. I jump in the car with him and them gonna start blaze up one. I tell him, Nah, dog. Put that out. We just going around the corner. Now. He go, he still putting it out in the car, he throw the shit out the window, and now we get pulled over. Hell yeah, I jumped out the car, he told it all, I don't got shit to do with this. Who was smoking, you or Marcus? I don't even smoke, dog, I had to go to work. I go to work, I, I can't deal with that. I told them dudes to put it out. Damn it, Lowe's pulled over, they searched the damn car. How the hell you gonna be riding like that, and Lowe's pull you over, they pop open the trunk, you got a big ass speaker box there. Back there with no damn wires on. How the hell you figure? I'm a snitch. It don't take no damn rock scientists to know you got some sh back there. Hell yeah, I got out of there. Man, them had me in that drinking water out of the toilet. Man, don't come at me that like that. You you want to come in, you know exactly where I'm at. So just because they got you up in there drinking water out of the toilet, you're going to come up and start snitching on everybody. You know what? You, 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 sh I had to go to work. Hell, the. Yeah, I used all my damn money trying to get out of there on some Oh, this can't be about you got to go to work. That can't be about you got to have some heart somewhere, dog. Coming at me like that, I was just going to the store. Can I say something to you, man? I want to look. Nah, you, you know what? You can't say, let, let me tell let me tell you, let me get you, shoot you something. Since you're going to be the middle man, let me shoot you a thing or two. Tell, tell your brother, just don't drop the soap. No, he ain't gonna drop the soap. I'm gonna oh, make yeah. sure. I'm gonna oh, yeah, make sure my, no. my brother. No, no, no. Listen to me. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you, dog. And I'm gonna tell you this. What you got to tell me? What you got to tell me? I'm gonna tell your boss everything about you, and then you're gonna lose your little damn job. Oh no, it, it can't be. You can, dog. No, you know what? What you, you stuttering for? Me. What you, you stuttering for? I can't believe you calling me with no like this. Just lose my. Number. Don't call me no more behind this. Let me say something to you right now, Boogie. What you got to say? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Boogie, you didn't do me like that, dog. You know, this this ain't nothing to play with. This ain't this ain't nothing to really play with. All right, Boogie, man. I'm sorry, dog. You, you okay, Boogie? No, 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 I am, dog. You know what? I. I listen to you, man. You ain't supposed to do no bro like that, dog. We supposed to be real. You don't do me like that, man. I put I put this dude on blast. Hey, hey, man, look here, your boy Shannon. He said he your best friend. Shannon is the one that put me up to this, dog. <laughs> man, you know what? Is that your boy? Is that your best friend, Shannon? Man, he, man, why y'all do me like this? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm take care of Shannon. I got him. <laughs> man, y'all, I just not. Hey, let me ask you this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Did I get you? Did I get you? Man, you know what? You Did, got me. I, that's man, all I you want. You know on top of it? You got, you got a whole bunch of people. You, that's why I know. <laughs> <laughs> But now you one of them. <laughs> 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 And there you have it. 
I had to go to work. I can't just be sitting up in jail for something I ain't do. I got to go to work. I'm not losing my job. I had no BS with y'all. <laughs> I got to go to work this weekend. That's Friday. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this coming weekend. I am in Huntsville, Alabama. Stand Up Comedy Live, the comedy club in Huntsville, Alabama. Tickets on sale right now. That's Thursday night, one show. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. It is Valentine's weekend. Come get your love and laughter on with the nephew. Watch me act straight, ignorant, straight, stupid, time 30, time 30 more. Right there. 30 times 30 times 30. That kind of stupid. Yeah. A lot lot of stupid packed up in there. That's what Tommy doing. Land in the cut is Baltimore, Maryland. That's who land in the cut. Baltimore, Maryland. Nephew coming right there. Soon as it's all over. So uh y'all laying in the cut right now. It's Huntsville, Alabama. So let's go get it, baby. Back on the road. Got the mic in my hand. Yay, yay. <laughs> all right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, just ready and waiting for your love questions. CLO coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, programming reminder to check out another hilarious episode of Judge Steve. That goes down tonight, 8 p.m. 7 Central on Thank ABC. You, Jesus! Yes, Lord, <laughs> and Hulu. ABC and Hulu. Yeah. Go ahead, That's all right. You can thank him. Okay. <laughs> also in entertainment news, Joe Rogan has apologized for using the N-word. Plus, celebrity baby news, Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott welcomes a baby boy. Uh, And we'll talk about that in our uh, next segment coming up. Also, the Harvey Foundation is always giving back. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour. Right now, it's time for Ask the CLO. Cree CLO in Oakland writes, two years ago, I started dating a man that was headed to jail for being an accessory to a crime. He had to serve nine months, and I stuck by him. We talked about marriage when he was in jail, but when he got out recently, he said I deserved better, and he broke up with me. Is this how he genuinely feels, or did he use me to send him money and talk to him while he was in jail? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, he used you to talk to him while he was in jail and kept him occupied. He's out now. He's done you a favor. He did tell you the truth. You do deserve better. I don't know what the hell you thought was the bright-ass idea of somebody going to jail to discuss marriage. That ain't a real moment to discuss joining your life with somebody. Now, y'all can feel how you want to feel about what I'm saying, but if this was my daughter, this is the same thing I would say to her. You know, wait and get a chance to know a person. Well, now you've gotten a chance to know him. He is who he is. But he's done you a huge favor. A huge favor. Now, you sent him money, and that was it. You you learned the lesson. But you deserve better is the best lesson you could have. He, you, he, he had to teach that to you. And that's a damn shame that usually other people have to teach us the good things about ourselves. So take this gift wrapped up in a bow and go on about your business. Oh, wow. That. Mm. All right. Tian in uh, Gatorsburg says, um, Gatorsburg says, I'm divorced. I'm a divorced single mom of a 17-year-old daughter. My daughter and her boyfriend have been together for almost three years, and I think they're too young to be that serious. My ex-husband says he likes the boy, and it's better for her to be with him than numerous boys, uh, than date numerous boys. What do you think is best? Well, I think you too late to talk about I think it's too late for y'all to be serious but it's three years 
it, they've been doing mm. it since they was 14. They, she's 17. So all that you think is too late, that's that's you talking. That's a lot that happened. This is all <laughs> they know. They don't know nothing else. Each other. And they think this is real love. And at the level that they are, it is real love to them. To them. It, it just ain't been tested in the real world yet. So your husband is right. He might like the boy better than her going out dating a bunch of boys. So he's just taking the best of the, I mean, if the boy's nice and ain't doing nothing wrong to her, I'm with the father. What you want to do? You want her to stop seeing this boy and go mess with who? Who? who, who how, how you want it to go? And life has started. Okay. Yeah. And they could be together. This could be it for them. This might be his soulmate. I don't yeah. know how it is, but you know. Well, I think it just, it's, but it's too late to say it. they too young to be serious. Because they dead serious. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to Nina in Hilton Head. Nina writes, I'm almost 45 years old and I need a date for an event that I have to attend next month. I don't want to be the only single female at the table with my sorors. Uh, I have a male prospect that is a doctor, has great manners, and he is intelligent. The only problem is he sounds like Elmer Fudd when he speaks. Should I tell him Elmer to smile Fudd. and avoid getting into a conversation? No, wow. no, let him talk. This is going to be enjoyable. And can you tell me where the event is going to be? And so you I going? Show up. Yeah, me and Marjorie. <laughs> me and Marjorie, we wants to come and we wants to sit. I, can I sit right next to him? And please, I'm going to start a conversation. Now, here's a, a funny thing she said, though. She said, I'm going to an event and I'm going to ask a man to go. He's he's intelligent. He is a doctor. Well, eh. Never really met a stupid doctor before. I haven't. And we want to thank the Lord that he is intelligent as a doctor because there ain't nothing worse than a dumbass doctor. (laughs) You get dumbass diagnoses. You get dumbass. Everything about him is dumb. Your prognosis is dumb. Your diagnosis is dumb. Your aftercare is dumb. All the whole time he talking to him, oh, I don't know what you got. Girl, look, girl, girl, it looked at me like, you sure this ain't a mosquito bite? Uh, huh? That's it. Girl, girl I, whoo. Oh, 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 hey, listen to me. Don't let that doctor throw you off talking about that's no tumor. What? <laughs> Don't let no doctor throw you off talking about that's no damn tumor. Now, all that is a spider bite. I know them when I see them. <laughs> Okay, good. Right. Dumb doctor. <laughs> All right, so take the doctor. But she yeah. wants to know: should she tell him to just to smile and avoid no. getting in conversation? <laughs> no, you can't do that. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Let him go. <laughs> you forty-five, oh, lady, lady, lady. You forty-five. You ain't got nobody. You understand? Hello. You need to find out how to talk to this damn doctor and deal with this because he might need you and you just look like you need him for more than just a damn date. You ain't got yeah. nobody. Be sitting up there with all your friends. You 45 single. That's your problem. That's probably why you by yourself right now. You nitpicking people half to death. He's a doctor. Might be a good looking dude. He just sound like Elmer Fudd. Hello. What does that sound like? I forgot. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, oh, pleasure wedding. to meet you guys. Listen. <laughs> yeah. <Excuse me> back. <laughs>
All right, moving on to uh, Michelle in Bradenton. Michelle says, my brother and I are twins, and he bought a new home close to mine. Instead of buying the things he needs, he takes my things. My boyfriend (laughs) told my brother he was going to get the locks changed if he didn't stop it. My brother told him they weren't his locks to change. Now they're threatening to fight when they see each other. They both were right. So how should I settle this? Well... It ain't really for you to settle, but your brother gonna mess around and get his ass if you take one more thing out this house. Yeah. Because that's all it seemed like to me. And what's wrong with your twin brother? How stupid is he? <laughs> how, how stupid is he? Can't go in here and keep taking stuff. You don't want him to take stuff. Your boyfriend don't want him taking stuff. But he talking about it, it ain't, you know, it ain't your stuff. Well, you know. Tell your brother not to come over here and take nothing else or he going to take something he don't want to take back. Because mm-hmm. the boyfriend is clear about the next thing you finna take going to be his ass whooping. That's, he clear about that. <laughs> yeah, he's crystal. Kind of, like, crystal clear. Yeah. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch your twin get his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah. Because yeah. they say you going to feel the pain too. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a connected oh. Sometimes ass whoopings are just necessary. It's just necessary sometimes. All right. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, programming note tonight, make sure you check out another hilarious episode of the hit show, Judge Steve, comes on at 8, 7 Central on ABC and Hulu. And you don't want to miss it, of course. Yes, my favorite. You're so blessed to have Judge wait. Steve in our midst, aren't we? <laughs> aren't yes, we, though? Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> never knew I was a judge, did you? No, I never knew it. I yeah, knew you were coming. Good at it. <laughs> yeah. In other entertainment news, there's a compilation of video clips featuring uh, controversial podcaster Joe Rogan using the N-word. Well, it's made Dwayne The Rock Johnson rescind his previous support of Rogan and his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Until Rogan's racist comments surfaced, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was one of the only mainstream figures to show R- Rogan's support amid an exodus of artists from Spotify in protest of Rogan's spread of COVID-19 misinformation. The Rock retracted his support of Rogan after singer India Ari shared several cl- clips of uh, Rogan using the N-word on his podcast, as well as one clip comparing predominantly black neighborhoods to the planet of the apes. Take a listen to a portion of Joe Rogan's apology for using the N-word. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist, but whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist. You f- up. And I clearly f- And that's my intention to express myself in this video. Oh, well. All right. Well, okay. You say you're not racist. Your thoughts, Steve? <laughs> well, I haven't even heard any of the, uh, the other clips or anything. Um, I don't know him personally. I've always liked him as a comedian and as a announcer and stuff so this is this was like new news to me but uh he said something that's very right 
if you have to continually have to say, I'm not racist, I mean, where does that come from? Because for you to even have to say that, it has to be brought up as a question. And if you're not a racist, then or if you're not a racist, then you're beyond reproach. I mean, to me, you know, I mean, you could say, like, for example, uh, somebody told me one time, Steve, it seems like you have a chip on your shoulder about some things. Okay, cool. That's because when I'm talking about a certain subject, I sound chippy. See? So now I have a chip. That's why you say I have a chip on my shoulder, because I sound chippy. And, and, and that's, that's where that comes from. You know, you, uh-huh. oh, oh, my, oh my God, he's chippy. You, you've, you've never heard that? No. Y'all ain't never heard no, no white person say that? Are you kidding me? No, I've heard no, chipper, but not chippy. No, chipper, I heard chippy. chip on the shoulder, but I ain't heard chippy. Yeah, chip yeah, on the yeah, shoulder, hey, chipper. Hey, 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 you being chippy. See, right now I was being right chippy now. with you. I was <laughs> okay. cutting you off. I was being chippy with you. Okay. okay. Shirley, no, this is I, I, my uh, 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 terminology of how yeah, I'm Yeah, and using, that's fine. I'm just trying to you follow know. you, baby. Well, okay. Right. Are you okay, chippy now? now? Yeah, I don't no. you're chippy. chippy. <laughs> I'm chippy no, now, too. No, not right like? now. Uh, no, chippy, I'm difficult. I ain't really chippy. <laughs> well, what's the I'm difficult. <laughs> difficult is because I choose to be. Chippy yeah. is because you made me. Oh, oh you allowed oh. someone to make you chippy. You understand? See, it's a difference because of my nature as a person. I'm difficult when I choose to be. But if you make me, I'm so then I can be flat out just, you know, funky with you, how you want it to go today. Oh, God, who's on first? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, for example, like if Chippy. I think I think you being funky today, then I go, oh, that's what we doing? Uh-huh. And then I join then you get in. funkier. Er. See. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. See, I'm not <laughs> Michelle Obama. See, listen to me. You go low. Uh-huh. Once again, er. Uh-huh. Low low er. Low er. See, I'm er. I'm the er in the conversation. So, so however you come at me, know that I'm finna be er. Got it. You come at me heavy. Uh-huh. I'm finna come at you how? Heavy er. Heavy er. I'm the er. I'm at you crazy. Er. I'm gonna come at you crazy er. And how you spell er? E-R, because that's where your ass going to have to go if you keep on. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, okay. as, far, as far as Joe Rogan goes, I I haven't even heard the uh, things he's used. I've always liked the guy as a comedian and as a host, and so maybe I'll take the time. But can I tell you something? I'm not even going to take the time to hear what he said. Because you know what I've learned in, in my years of Earth? I... Really, if you're not important enough to move the needle in my life, I'm not going to give you the needle to allow you to move it. Whatever he did or said, it has no shape or form with me. I ain't never been on this show. I don't know him. I don't converse with him. He don't move the needle for me. Should he lose his job for this? Absolutely not. You know why? Because Donald Trump remained president for four years of all the stuff he did. And in this hypocritical country, if you all are going to elect a person like Donald Trump and allow him to run the country and still have a say-so in the Republican Party, we have much bigger problems than Joe Rogan. 
we have much deeper problems. We have Ted Cruz who don't even understand how Joe Biden could bring up the fact that he wants to nominate a black woman as the in, in, in the Supreme Court. He got a problem with that. We can't even get Voting Rights Act passed. But now we give a damn about what Joe Rogan said. Man, please, please I have other things to tend to. All right. Thank you, Steve, uh, Mr. Earp. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, the Color Purple remake cast has been announced, nephew. We'll talk about it right after this. Uh oh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending movie news, Tommy, we got something for you, baby. You know one of your favorite movies of all time, The Color Purple. Three times. <laughs> what? It's coming back. That's right. Color Purple. The Color Purple. <laughs> back. <laughs> the remake yeah. cast has been so announced. Ain't nobody told me nothing. Well, I'm Tommy, you they now. don't I'm never call you, you about stuff like this. Uh-huh. <sighs> Listen Man. up. Because I know you could have been somebody in there. Who who was, was it, it? Who was what nobody I could be Harpo all day, huh? How tall was be... Harpo? Who played Harpo originally? <laughs> the first Harp, the first Harpo was not tall at all. Who was it? I forgot his name. What was his name? He, he oh, great job. Oh, oh, oh you could be like it, yeah. um, Okay. <laughs> all right. So, like it's I said, to replace somebody don't nobody know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so what's Orange his name? I don't new... forgot his name. Well, you, you can go be him. Orange <laughs> is a new black actress. Danielle Brooks will play Sophia. That's the role that Oprah played. Uh, Oprah is behind this recast of The Color Purple. Um, uh, okay, the rest of the cast. Fantasia will star as Seeley. Come on. Okay, come All on, right. uh-huh. I love this one. Taraji P. Henson is going to play Suge Avery. None other than Taraji can play anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, she that's, can. that's fine. Anything, that's right. Nothing wrong with that. All right, Coleman Domingo from Candyman. That was so scary. He's gonna play Mister. He's gonna play Mister. He's gonna play Mister. So he's sure if you say Mister three times. (laughs) (laughs) What you say, Junior? What? Will he show up? You say Mister three times now. (laughs) 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 Mister, Mister, Mister. (laughs) All right. Uh, Corey Hawkins is gonna play. uh, Who played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton is gonna play Harpo, Steve. That's mine, Corey. Ooh. I saw I saw that straight out of Compton. Yeah, so you oh, know the guy that played Dre. Yeah, he played Dr. Him. Dre. He did a good uh-huh. job. Yeah, yeah the singer uh-huh. Her is going to play Squeaky. And uh, Haley Berry, Haley almost always say uh, Halle Berry what? when I see her Oh, name you don't speak of her. You do not speak of her. <laughs> but I see the story <laughs> without talking you, to me. <laughs> but Halle Bailey is going to play Nettie. You know, the singers, yeah. Chloe and Halle. Um, yeah. Anyway. Nothing but death can come between us. Yes, yes, there you go. (sighs) The movie is You don't know none of these lines, do you? You don't know none of this. Look at them, look at Mm -mm. (laughs) them. Got that mailbox fixed. Better not catch you messing around with it. (laughs) Go here, go one. I got one. Go ahead. I'm hungry. What is that for? I can't hear it. Come on, Nick. I can't hear it. Y'all gonna sit up in here and act like y'all ain't got nothing to do with soon I'm sitting up and be over in here for that. I'm hungry. <laughs> that is not the line. That's the line. <laughs> 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 we got 
gotta go. All right, yes. coming up at thirty. <laughs> Congratulations to the brand new cast of the re- remake of The Color Purple. Coming up at thirty-four minutes after the hour, we're gonna check Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to check Steve's voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, if you want to leave Steve a message, leave your name and where you're calling from at 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. All right, Steve, here we go. James from North Carolina uh, just wants to vent about your 90-day rule. Hey, Steve, this is James from um, North Carolina. Remember your 90-day rules? I met this girl. She was sweet as she could be. I'm talking about for a year and a half, two years. I mean, we were happy as heck, going trips everywhere. And then the first time that she was crazy, I was in the bathroom. My phone is in the front with her. She asked, why am I on the phone? So I overlooked that. So then I had a birthday party. My two partners, my son come from New York, my brother. My son down here, we go out to eat. She said, she claimed we're going to be with some women. So I let that pass. So then one day, I'm in the bed sleep. I don't know how she figured out how to open up my phone. So she figured out, so it was a, um, a Facebook message. I was selling Uggs boots. So my ex-girl said, uh, how much is your Uggs boots? I never answered or nothing. So she called, she texted her talking about, I love you. Then she texted and said, would you leave your husband for me? So she said, yeah. So she wakes me up. So then she tells me. So I said, she said she loves you. <laughs> she said she's going to leave her husband for you, not me. So I'm saying it goes for women, too. Because, I mean, she had my heart. And it took me two and a half years to find out she was a loony chick. She broke my phone, I bought her. She scratched my car up. I mean, the girl was crazy. And it took me almost three years to find out that she was a loony chick. So it goes for women, too. All right, thank you, Steve. Hey, James. Uh, James, let me say something to you, dog. Uh, When you're going through something like this, probably don't need to leave that on nobody's voicemail. Uh, James, that's a little bit too much information, way too heavy. I can't help you. Uh, I don't know what the hell that got to do with the 90-day rule. The 90 days is three months, not three years, James. You took all the information and just turned it into something else. James, I appreciate you, man, your honesty and everything. And I don't really know what the hell you're going through. You got your car scratched. She broke your damn phone. She just loony tuned. I don't know what to tell you, man. James, hang in there, dog. Uh, Everything's going to be everything, man. Yeah. Wow. After she hear this, she gonna be back over there today, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's this some hearing you calling Steve? What's this some hearing? Is that what you did? Yeah. Right. Let me see your phone. Yeah. All right. Hang in there, James. Another caller from James, Steve from Houston this time. Hey Steve, this is James out of Houston, Texas. Man, keep rocking with doing what you're doing. Brother, you're doing a great deal of good for a lot of people. So I wish you blessings and everything. Happy Junior. Stay up, bro. My man, that was uh, that was uh, Junior's cousin James (laughs) from Houston. (laughs) From Houston, everybody got cousin named James. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got cousin named James. Thank you, James. Appreciate that. All right, now this is from Dolores. This this next voicemail. Good morning, Mr. Harvey. My name is Dolores, and I'm proud to be a member of the Steve Harvey Nation. I'm almost 69 years old, and I woke up this morning with a sense of urgency, like. Never before. We must make a change if we are to survive. The world won't get no better if we don't make a change. Martin Luther King said it best. We can all be great if we're willing to serve. Thank you and have a blessed day. Please let this be our mantra as we move forward to these 2022 midterms. Thank you. All right, Dolores. 
Yeah, Dolores. I mean, you know, we all can be great if we serve. So that's a message from Martin Luther King and from uh, Dolores. Uh, Sister Dolores has called in to encourage us. And we found out in the end it was for voting and going towards the midterm. So we've got to bring about a change and get these nutty, crazy-ass <laughs> people out of office. Damn right, Republicans, right. man. Them damn Republican politicians, man. I ain't never seen nothing like it, man. They trying to call this. They Now they want the insurrection to be called as a, a protest. Yes. It was a riot. Yeah. It's just a right to protest. Boy, it's Donald Trump. This, that man, this is the most hypocritical time I've ever lived in. Y'all so full of it, man. Y'all can miss me. I, I got no faith in this system no more. I will vote, but them Republicans, what they doing right now, wow. And they get votes, too. Hmm. That's why we got Oh, that's what's surprising. We, yeah. We're a country full of them fools. All right, yep. thanks for your calls, your voicemails, 877-29-STEVE. Call Steve and leave a message. Coming up uh, next is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, he's never satisfied, but I am. We'll get into that in just about selfish of you. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Getting close to it. Valentine's is on the way, baby. Less than a week away. So this right here is Valentine's gift card. Valentine's gift card right here. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Bryce. Yeah, this is Bryce. Hey, Bryce, how you doing, man? My name is Alvin, bro. How you doing today? I'm good, man. What's up? Hey, listen. Um, I know you 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 married to Trisha, uh, to Trisha, right? To Trish, yeah. Well, um, who who's this? Okay, like I said, yeah. My name is Alvin, and uh, I'm just trying to make sure I got the right person, man. Because you um you half black, half white, right? From what I understand. Yeah, I'm half black. Who who the f- is this? Why why are you asking me questions? What's going on? You okay? What's no no no. Everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. Um. Trish, so check this out, man. Okay, listen, just say what I, you gotta say. I'm at work, man. Say what you need to say. What's happening? Okay, listen. I actually, Dently, I sent, I sent Trisha some flowers for Valentine's. They're gonna get there on Friday, but I accidentally put a, you know, the, I ordered a gift card along with it, and they they put this gift card in Trisha's gift bag, and really, that's that gift card should really be for my wife, and I was trying to see oh. if maybe if you get to the gift bag before, maybe you could get it out for me. So I could get that gift card. Mm, mm, okay. So you said uh, you said my wife flowers for Valentine's Day, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that that's not the key. The key is is that my uh, it's a gift card in there that I need. You know? Oh, so and that's you accidentally I... sent a gift card to my wife. You just wanted the flowers to go to her. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent the oh, flowers, man. Yeah, no problem. No, yeah, no, that's cool, man. I'm so this happens. We make mistakes all the time. How about this? How about you come on over, and I will be more than happy to uh, give you the gift card because I'm sure, you know, if you send with the flowers, I'll I'll just have to hand those the, the gift card over to you and a, and probably a nice uh ass beating too, you stupid mother. Why in the would you ever call me about this? Hey man, and I expe- I didn't expect all this What's hostility. Your name, Alvin, is it Alvin? My name is Alvin. But I- hostility. Okay. Hey bro, all I'm trying to do is like hey, I say, no I sent a. I ain't your fucking bro. What okay. do you mean you doing? You didn't think there's gonna be hostility? You send my white flowers, mother. How do you even know my wife? How do you know Trish? How do you know Trish? 
I, I work in I work in the building with that Trish works in. So oh, you work with her? Okay, good. Are you, I don't work. Are you I don't work with her. her. I don't work for her company at all. But my my you know my floor is on a different floor. I work in a different company, but she works she works in the same building. So yeah, dude, I'm just trying to get the gift card, man. I ain't even trying to trip, dude. I ain't. So uh, let me. So you sent some flowers. When, when the flowers gonna be here? What time are the flowers supposed to be here? The flowers getting there sometime Friday. I mean, on oh, Valentine's. Friday. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. Okay, good, good. So how about you come down here on Friday, okay? And uh, I will give the flowers to Trish, and I will give you the gift card. And you mentioned uh, if I was half black or half white. And I'm, I'll go ahead and let you know uh, that both sides are going to beat your motherfucking because you got to be the most ignorant motherfucker I've ever met in my goddamn life. I don't care if you're green, blue, yellow, lavender. I don't know what the fuck you are, but you are the dumbest piece of shit. I've ever met. You come here Friday. You come here, and your your wife will get her great gift card, and my wife will get your flowers, and everybody's gonna be happy. Hey, dude, what's what's all this about, man? Okay, so have you gone out with Trish? Are you guys want for lunch, or you know, maybe a movie, or I mean, how much how much time have you spent with my wife? I I ain't I ain't I ain't spent no time with her. Why are you stuttering now? What do you mean you ain't spent no time with her? How you you seem to know all about her? You haven't gone out one time with my wife. No, I never went out with her. So you just have a crush on my wife? Is that what you're trying to say? And you, you just accidentally sent some bullshit to her? Is that what's going I on? Didn't right? I didn't accidentally send the flowers. I sent them because I wanted her to have. She's a pretty, oh, she's a pretty lady. I wanted her to have the flowers. Oh, okay. But I didn't want her to. But I didn't want her to have my wife's gift card, though. What did you think I was going to be? There? How did you think? How did it in your fucking crazy bullshit mind did you think this this was going to be okay? What if I called you right now and be like, hey? I sent your wife a fucking uh, Can you send it back to me? Like, how would you feel if I did the same to you? Well, I mean, you're talking about something different from flowers, and that seems that that sounds like a little bit offensive, don't you think? Oh, oh, that's offensive. Yeah, man. You know, I'm sorry, Albert. You're is it Albert? Alvin? It's not Albert. It's name, Alvin. Man. No, it's Alvin, man. It's Alvin. I don't give a what it is, Alvin. Come see me on Friday. I'm gonna have you gift card. I'm super excited to meet you. This is. This is going to be the best Valentine's Day of my f***ing life. Come visit me. You sent the flowers to the house, right? I got the address that Tommy gave me. Who the f*** is Tommy? He the one gave me the address. He, he the one told me. Tommy come? How about you and Tommy come over to the house? It's gonna, we'll, have a, we'll have a f***ing guy's night. I'll, I'll put on a game. going have some pretzels. Why don't you both come over here? Okay, but why, 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 why all the hostility when somebody's showing your wife some Whoa, love, dude? No, there's no hostility whatsoever. You, you hear hostile? I just invited you and your boy Tommy to come to my house. That's not hostile. I'm being hospitable. That's what it is. It's hospitable. Come see me. Come see me. Okay, so let me ask you something, man. Don't you take, don't you drop Trish off to work every morning? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, now like when y'all when y'all riding to work. Ain't y'all listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? This is not the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> this is nephew Tommy, baby. Come on, Bryce. This, this is, is nephew Tommy on. from the Steve Harvey come Morning on. Show. Your wife, Trish, got me to prank phone call you. Home run, baby. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh, now I'm back. I'm pissed at her again. And now <laughs> I'm going through so many emotions right now. I'm like, who could be this f***ing <laughs> stupid? <laughs> oh, Oh, man. I am boiling. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Oh, she's going to pay for this one. 
Uh, you got to tell me, uh, Bryce, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The mother Steve Harvey show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. I like that. That half black, half white. He be both of them. No, both, both of them. You know what, Tom? Every time they say, "Why don't we do this?" You, uh-huh. <laughs> you, it don't never work scared. out for you. You know? Why don't you just come over and I'll give you back your gift card? I'll give her your flowers and then. Well, I'll boy, he got calm with it. He just, he just <laughs> needed you over to the house. Ooh, just yeah, yeah just yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. You over. need to come see me. Come see me. Come see me. That's right, Nephew Tommy. Come see me this weekend in Huntsville, Alabama. The nephew is in town. Stand up live comedy club. That's right, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Tickets on sale right now. Okay, that's uh, that's this weekend. You don't want to miss it. What else I got? The following weekend, Baltimore, Maryland. Be mo, be mo, got to be mo careful. The nephew is coming to town. And uh, I'm, I'm, it's a stupid tour, you know? Let's just call it that. <laughs> You know, stupid tour. Don't you, y'all feel it? Yeah, because well, yeah. you, it's your tour. So when you said stupid yeah. tour, yes. If you would have yeah, said anything else, I'd have been upset. You're yeah, right. Stating the obvious. That's what that's <laughs> called, Tom. Huh? It's the intelligent mm-hmm. tour. I mean, what are you talking about, boy? Right. <laughs> Starring me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the intelligent uh, tour. Starring who? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This Who's weekend is Huntsville. <laughs> Stand Up Live Comedy Club. Following weekend, Baltimore, Maryland. That's the Baltimore Comedy Factory. The nephew is there. February 26th, St. Louis, Missouri, baby. Uh-huh. It's the Sheldon Theater. I got two shows in the same night. March 19th. Oh, back around the crib, around Texas. Beaumont, Texas. Julie Rogers Theater. That's March 19th. Tickets on sale right now. And then April Fool's, the fool is coming to Nashville. That's Zany's Comedy Club. You know about that. And way in the cut, April 8th through the 10th, Comedy Zone, Charlotte, North Carolina. You want some more dates? Go to thomasmiles.com. You can see all my dates. Nephew, coming to town. And then, of course, you know, I'm sexy on Friday night. It's different. Ready to love. You feel me? I changed that thing up on Friday night. Yeah. That's swap. That <laughs> oh, double nail. <gosh>. Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Nephew. Subject, he's never satisfied, but I am. Okay, we'll get into that. Find out what that's all about right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. <laughs> Hear that? Right here, right mm. now, and you never know. It could be your letter. It could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he's never satisfied. He's never satisfied, but I am. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm married to my college sweetheart, and he's a great man, but we don't get along now. I wore the pants in our family for years because I made the most money. Back then, all he could do is please me and cater to me. I got used to it, and it worked fine for me. He couldn't wait to get a better-paying job and then switch back to wearing the pants in our marriage. Right after he started his new job, he started mouthing off and telling me he wasn't going to do this or that. I let him do it because I know for years he couldn't talk slick to me because he was broke. Here's the funny part, though. 
Now he's got a new job. It came with a new level of stress. Now that he's got a new job, it came with a new level of stress. That stress led to high blood pressure, and that high blood pressure led to an increase in his medication. So that led to him not being able to perform sexually. There we go. He has been a miserable wreck for a year, and I have gone on with my life without him. I have a man on the side, and he comes over to the house on Mondays, and we meet at a hotel on Thursdays. It's not about the sex. It's just nice to talk to a man that has his stuff together. He's not stressed about me being married, and he's not afraid to make love to me in my bedroom that I share with my husband. It's not like my husband and I are putting that mattress to use anymore. I try to tune out my husband's constant complaining about his job, and I'm tired of him getting himself riled for sex when he knows he can't last for 30 seconds. I'm over him and this marriage, and maybe if he had a better attitude, I could deal with it. Having an affair is the easiest way out for me. Life is too short to be unsatisfied, so how can he live like that? Do you know he's thinking, do you think he's thinking of divorce as much as I am? Should I try to work it out if he seems to not care? Not. <laughs> right. This has to be one of the saddest, most pathetic letters. I mean, first the dumb rule about you making the most money so you wear the pants. Uh, that was stupid because you emasculated your husband with that. I mean, there's no such rule in marriage about whoever makes the money is the boss or wears the pants. You made that up. I- I'm really surprised that your husband went along with that foolishness, quite frankly. Marriage marriage is a partnership, okay, between two people uh, who love each other and the universal rule, the universal rule now is the man is head of household. Uh, what you've done is turn your marriage into a miserable place to be. And I guarantee you that's that's not just your husband's new job that uh, is stressing him out. It's you. It's you, too. Uh, you're a terrible wife. You, you should never be married because there's no love, there's no commitment, there's no respect from you. Everything you shouldn't do, you're doing. And you're cheating on top of that. Is it any wonder he has high blood pressure? I mean, what if, have you ever thought that he might catch you and your man having sex in, in his house, in his bed? Have you ever thought of that? So if he does, he can go ahead and divorce you, that's for sure. I mean, once he's rid of you, I bet his blood pressure will go down. He can start to live a better, happier life. Uh, I, I just think you're a mess in this letter. You're a selfish mess. And, and to you, I say, get yourself together. Sis, Steve? Yeah. This this letter right here, I just don't like the lady. At all. I mean, lady, I, don't, I just don't like you. I, I don't I don't like anything about you. I don't like anything about what you wrote in this letter. I agree with Shirley hundred percent, but you just you 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 done took trifling to just a whole nother level. Uh you know, just listen to the way she talks. I'm married to my college sweetheart, and he's a great man, but we don't get along now. I wore the pants in our family for years because I made the most money. Back then, all he could do is please me and cater to me. I got used to it, and it worked fine for me. He couldn't wait to get a better-paying job, and then switch back to wearing the pants in our marriage. Girl, let me explain something to you. I don't give a damn how much money I make. You know, I'm not finna take the pants off. and I'm, finna, I'm not wearing the skirt at no point in the relationship. And uh, I'm pretty sure that he didn't 
uh, agreed to taking his pants off. You took him off because your determination for what he is as a man was based purely on how much money he bought in. So right after he started his new job, he started mouthing off and telling me he wasn't going to do this or that. I let him do it because I know for years he couldn't talk slick to me because he was broke. Man, who are you, lady? I mean, just, you can't talk back to me because you broke. That's the best time. Lady, you don't even understand. So, let's, so, here's the funny part, though. Now that he's got a new job, it came with a new level of stress, and that stress has, stress has led to high blood pressure, and that high blood pressure led to an increase in his medication, so that led to him not being able to perform sexually. He has been a miserable wreck for a year, and I have gone on with my life without him. Wow. Lady, everything about you, you don't stand by your man if he broke. You don't stand by your man if he gets sick. You don't stand by your man if he can't perform. You don't, you just don't, why, why did you, you don't stand by your man under no circumstances. You're just a little trifling little white. He, he got to be working, on, performing, Steve. every, you, oof. Yeah, I, I got more for you. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response. You just heard him say he has more for the woman in this letter. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject, he's never satisfied, hmm, but I am. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, he's never satisfied, but I am. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you are, because you just do what you want to do. You married your college sweetheart, things fell apart, he lost his job or whatever, wasn't making money, so you put the pants on in the family. And uh, because of that, uh, all he could do was please you and cater to you. Uh, you got used to it, and it worked fine for me. But you said you know he couldn't wait till he got a better-paying job so he could get back to wearing the pants in our marriage. Well, he did, but the job came with some stress. So stress came with high blood pressure. High blood pressure came with increasing medicine, and increasing medicine caused him not to be able to perform sexually. Then you said he's been a miserable wreck for a year, and I've gone on with my life without him. Boy, so if you don't make money around you, you're in trouble. If you get stressed out around you, he's in trouble. If he can't perform, he gets in trouble. He he got a problem. And then you just go on your life without him. I have a man on the side, and he comes over to the house on Mondays, and we meet at a hotel on Thursdays. Wait a minute, what? So you got a man on the side that comes over to y'all's house on Monday, and then y'all meet at a hotel on Thursday. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, I, I got to keep going back over this. So if you if you don't have money, you ain't cool with that. If he get back to work and he put his pants back on, you ain't cool with that. If he gets stressed out, you ain't cool with that. If he's on high blood medication, you ain't cool with that. If he can't perform sexually, you ain't cool with that. Now you go get a man on the side and cause of convenience, y'all now at this man's house in his bed on Mondays. And we meet at a hotel on Thursday. And then you say it's not about the sex. Well, well what is it about then? Well, what is y'all over there doing? At, when y'all get the hotel and y'all come over to the house, 
It's just nice to talk to a man that has his stuff together. Oh, you're talking about a man. Oh, 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 let me get this right. So you think that it's nice to just meet a man that don't have to deal with nothing that comes in the package called marriage? You're talking about the one that don't have to pay bills, that don't have to discuss, that don't have to be under stress, that ain't trying to make a life, that ain't trying to put it together. Yeah, them conversations easy because they ain't about nothing. <laughs> That's why that's so easy. Uh, and then he's not stressed about me being married, and he's not afraid to make love to me in my bedroom that I share with my husband. You don't see the triflingness in that? He's not afraid to make love to me. I would, hey man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I wish I would walk in my house. I wish I would. I wish I would walk in my house and walk up on somebody in my house. You ain't even got to be bed. doing nothing. Just now, you ain't got to be in the bed. Just be in what you in here for. Yeah. I, I, I been not walking the house. See you up in here eating. <laughs> no, you can't have a plate. Now I don't know your ass. If I don't know you and you at my house and you're eating a plate of food, we got a before problem. my wife can introduce me, she already can tell by the look on my face. I, I got to get some information to this food right quick. <laughs> right quick. But now you didn't took it there. So now it's not like my husband and I are putting that mattress to use anymore. I try to tune out my husband's constant complaining about his job, and I'm tired of him getting himself riled up for sex when he knows he can't last for 30 seconds. I'm over him and this marriage. Maybe if he had a better attitude, I could deal with it. Wait a minute. Wow. If he had a better attitude, you could deal with it. <laughs> Having an affair is the easiest way out for me. Really? Really? I mean, you, 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 your, whole, your whole demeanor as a human being reeks of triflingness. I mean, you're just a trifling chick, man, all the way around the board. It ain't a woman sitting here. I got you, girl. I know where you're coming from. And I'm pretty sure it is somebody like that because people are, you can get people to go along with anything. But they ass is trifling, too. Uh, life is too short to be unsatisfied. So how can I live like that? You're not. You're not living like that. You're doing what you want to do. Do you think he's thinking of divorce as much as I am? Should I try to work it out <clears throat> if it seems, if he seems not to care? Wait a minute. You're already working it out. You don't You don't see what you've done? You've already worked you it out care. your way. Right. And what you're talking about, whether he cares, you don't care. So why are you questioning your, your husband in this letter at all? With everything in this letter, your, first of all, your husband ain't did nothing wrong. He at work, he stretched out. He trying to get the finances back in order. That's stressful. He got high blood. Now he taking medication. Now he can't perform. Now you done got you a man. Now y'all having sex in y'all's house, in y'all's bed on Mondays and at a hotel on Thursdays. And Go now you want to know if your husband would want to do it. You, I'm telling you right now, lady, you, 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 you messing around with some... You, <laughs> you're on a dangerous ground. And this man who comes to your house every Monday... What kind of fool is this? What man in his right mind goes to another man's house, gets naked in his house, in his bed? I don't understand the mentality of that. 
both of y'all gonna mess around and get hurt. I don't know nobody do that. No. Man. No, I don't. Well, no. All right, post your comments. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after, Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to Junior and Sports, we got to say a quick happy birthday shout out to Anderson Pack. Uh, Anderson is 36 years old today. Speaking of yeah, Anderson Pack, we have a brand new sweepstakes this week. You can enter the Steve Harvey Morning Show Silk Sonic Vegas Flyaway for your chance to win an evening with Silk Sonic. You know who that is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack at Las Vegas Dolby Live Theater. Uh, this is going to be great fun. One lucky person and their guest will receive round-trip airfare to Las Vegas, two nights hotel accommodations at the Park MGM, and two tickets to an evening with Silk Sonic. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. That is steveharveyfm.com for all the info. Oh, that's going to be great. That nice. is going to be great. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Junior, what you got? Sports okay, talk. Okay, uh, let's just talk about this because, you know, uh, you said this before. The NFL is good at changing the narrative. They mastered this, man, because they released a statement talking about inclusion and diversity, and they will revisit some of the programs and policies. And racism and discrimination has no place in our game. Then turn right around and hire Doug Peterson for Jacksonville. I'm talking about this is, they've changed the narrative. We're not even talking about black head coaches no more. They just made the statement. Racism and discrimination has no place in our game. Then turn around and hire Josh McDaniels for the Las Vegas Raiders. See, this is, this is what's so crazy about this. That they keep doing this. Now, to satisfy us, they'll let us know that Brian Flores is a finalist for the Texans. <laughs> do you know what black head coaches have always been? A finalist. Mm. That's what they do, man. I, I just can't believe that. Because I guess, like you say, these billionaires don't want to be told what to do. How They're to do not it. going to be told what to do. These is 32 rich white boys. They not finna change. If you had 32 rich black boys... They not finna be told what to do. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you, man, that they didn't get there letting people tell them what to do. They have a different mindset. They're going mm-hmm. to milk this thing out. They're going to end up giving Flores a check. Uh, if anybody puts him in the NFL again, it'll be a miracle unless they all get together and say, okay, one of these jobs, let's give Brian Flores this job. But that's going to look like a makeup because now yeah. they ain't hiring more black coaches. They just moved him from one team to the next. Yeah. So we're not we're not gonna see a sudden hiring of black coaches in this league. Not this year, you won't. No. Congratulations, no. Mr. Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour. Are you into the Winter Olympics at all? We'll talk about it right after this. Yep. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your beautiful wife, Marjorie, is in Aspen, Colorado. We've seen her on the gram just kicking it. She's on a beautiful winter getaway. Uh, I mean, we get to see the view, the mountains, the snow, her pictures on IG. Fun. fun. Looks like she's having a great time. And uh, I got to say, since we're talking about winter and snow and all of that, the Olympics, the Winter Olympics are in Beijing. Are you catching any of it? Are you watching it? Yeah, I watch it all the time. 
Um, <laughs> no, I'm on. Not. No, really, man. I watch curling. Curling. I yeah, watch uh, Giant Slalom. I watch uh, the uh, uh, the, uh, the the little bumpy slip with moguls moguls. I watch that. Uh, we got a silver medal in moguls. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a silver. We haven't medaled in that since 2008 or something like that. Wow. <laughs> uh, we got our. Uh, we got another medal. Uh, Michaela Schiffer uh, failed on the downhill slalom, so she up now for just four more shots. She had four shots at a medal. She skied out on her first run, failed around around the fourth gate, so That's she ain't gonna be able to finish that. it. Yeah, yeah so it really ain't watching. gonna happen with I her. Yeah, I'm man, shocked. I watch this man. That white boy from Canada won the uh, giant air. Really, <laughs> really dumb. The white boy from Canada. What you think? He well, black? get his name. You, he, well, I don't have his name. He's a white boy from Canada. If I had his name, you don't know him. He's a snowboarder. Hell, ain't like he. Nobody we know. He the white boy from Canada on the snowboard won the giant air on on a, on a snowboarding. He won. Uh, but then we got uh, the white boy we got from Wyoming. He's gonna be defending his. T- you don't know him either. You, you, he gonna be defending his title for gold. So we hoping that he wins and everything right here. Right. Curling, the United States curling team is just falling the F apart because <laughs> they can't curl better than no damn body. They, they just need to call that mopping. They, they just mopping. throwing their damn disc where they want to. They can't control the stone. They ain't ever the closest one to the circle. Sweden, everybody whooping their ass in curling. I don't even know why they send the team down there. They might well send me down there to curl. At least I know how to sweep. Yeah, I know how to sweep and stuff right here. If you really want to do that, you could, racism could have played into curling. Easy. Easy. You know, you racism in this country and everything else, you play on some stereotypes. We might can get a medal in curling if you just let us teach us how to throw the stone the rest of the stuff we got. Cut! Cut! I know how to holler, all that. Cut! Clear! See that little that little brush? That little brush clears the ice. You can change the direction of the stone you throw up to three meters, up to a full meter direction, which is three feet, if you brush it in the right direction. Brushing speeds up the stone and causes the stone to go into the right because the brushing takes the water beads off the ice, which makes the stone glide in that direction more so than the other direction. Oh, I know no, all of this. Go ahead, uh. Girl, you're the winner Olympics. You're talking to do the watches here. Uh-huh, Watch this here. Now, some stuff, yeah. America, we just not in. Yeah, like. <laughs> now, the women's hockey team is going to be playing against Canada tonight. And, mm-hmm. and the big game is tonight because they're the only undefeated teams in the Winter Olympics. And the, and the gold medal goes either to Canada or the U.S. women's every damn year. All these white girls cold. All of them cold. <laughs> Run your ass into the board, slap you, all this here. But we got the white dude out of Canada, the white got white boy from Wyoming, and yeah. the white girls. That's who we got. Yeah. It's Winter Olympics. <laughs> now, we got one African-American who's from Ghana. She's on the short track for speed skating in the 500. She hasn't raced yet, but we're pulling for her. That's Sister Cole. Yeah. She cold. <laughs> she got a chance for gold. I'm glad you but, watching but, but But, but, but she got to push their ass back. Because last time she got pushed in the last Olympics, she didn't know how to handle it. 
But now she in there pushing their ass back now. <laughs> so we, we're looking for that, for the sister to come up with the goal in the 500. Short track skating. <laughs> we're not in the 1500. That's too far. That's three and a half laps around the long track. That's, and that's just too damn All right, long. we got to go. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And we'll no. do some Would You Rathers right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending Super Bowl news, the Cincinnati Bengals are the home team at Super Bowl 56 in L.A., which is weird, right? How the hell are they the home team? It's weird. Anyway, the Bengals were given first pick on which uniform to wear, and they chose their black and orange jerseys instead of their white, and the L.A. Rams will be wearing their white jerseys. Also, more Super Bowl news. You should root for Super Bowl 56 to head into overtime on Sunday. Buffalo Wild Wings says that if that happens, everyone in the U.S. can get six free boneless or traditional wings at their locations on February 28th from 4 to 7 p.m. local time. And fans don't even have to buy anything to get that deal. Wow, man, they better hope this ends in regulation. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to count the people down there, man. You you gonna have to close because you have to close some of these wing shops down. It's gonna look like voting out there. (laughs) (laughs) Line gonna be long. Wings have got high too. What? The wings are high. The wings are high now, dog. All they gonna say is they out. Mm -hmm. We ran out. They gonna have to say it. But you better not put one more wing out there. No, they got a limit on it. It's just because they out. That's all it is. <laughs> Supply and demand, what, huh? What could mm-hmm. you do instead of wings? Thighs. <laughs> Rick Ross do the thighs now. <laughs> yeah, we do thighs. thighs. Okay. Yeah. Do thighs. Legs. Thighs. To me. And like my own. All right, uh, we'll be back and we'll do a round of Would You Rather at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather mentally or physically never age? Never age. Would you rather mentally never age or physically never well, age? Well, well, it depends on from where you're talking about. Okay. I mean, uh-huh. like, for like uh-huh. right now, I hear you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. if I could just physically not age anymore, I would okay. take Okay, so you want to go physically. Yeah, yeah I want to uh-huh. mentally age. That's cool. Uh-huh. Because I'm, I'm, I'm planning on knowing more. Yeah. Now, Tommy, growing. you might want to... Uh, go with... Go with you you don't answer with, my answer. You don't answer. <laughs> well, you might want to go with B, though. I'd right? rather yeah. you yeah. not answer yeah. my Mentally. answer. You're perfectly capable of answering your own. Would you, you might want to just go on and try to see if maybe it's a couple more inches somewhere. <laughs> Goodness. what I say? <laughs> He's just trying to figure out a way not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to know. There's a chance is. of picking up two, three inches somewhere. He got to take that. <laughs> he got to take that shot. It would be, it would be physically, Shirley. It would be physically. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going. I'm going mentally. Mentally, I'm not doing well with the body I got. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with B. <laughs> Well, you're working out, Junior. You're working yeah, out. Yeah, it ain't changing that. <laughs> man, man you want to know something, man. He got a point, man. Cause uh-huh. I'm working out, eating right. It just ain't yeah. dropping fast enough fast for me. Enough, I don't even man. know what the hell it is, man. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. I'm sick of them them prepared meals. That's what's driving me crazy. Man, well, didn't you send a pitch out of you got your high school jacket on? <laughs> I'm dropping that. He's dropping weight now. Well, but see right there, though, who got that jacket? Who wear that jacket? That don't say much, right? Ain't nothing. What wear? Yeah, I can't wear nothing I wore in high school. Nothing. (laughs) Drawers, tank top, jacket strap, shoe, sock. I can't wear nothing. I weighed 147 pounds. I can't wear nothing I had on in high school. I don't even want to. What do you mean? uh, The chains you wore in high school, can you wear them? The what? The chains around your neck. Can you wear the chains you had in high school? You had no money for no damn chain, Junior. (laughs) Chain. I had a herringbone. A herringbone? A chain? Jewelry? (laughs) Dog, I ain't even have a watch. Oh, man. Dog, I swear to God. I swear swear to God. God. I didn't didn't even have a watch, dog. Is that that why you're so into watches now, Steve? Yeah, man. Everything I couldn't do. I didn't have no car. I couldn't have no watch. I got watches and cars. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Judge Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys, our last break of the day. It's been a good day, as always. Good to be alive. I love today. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Ready to go out and attack the world right after this? You What'd know, you we've already that? done a full day's work, though, so. We have. Well, yeah. He's rich. He ought to feel well, good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Uncle, you hear your nephew? Let me ask you something, Uncle. Let me yeah. ask you this. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, how, how, how much is stamps right now, Uncle? Mm. Things rich people don't know, right? Stamps. stamps. Mm. Yeah, you know, when you got to mail some stuff off. You got to go to down to the post. You know, stamps. <laughs> you, you don't. Wait a minute. Hold wait a minute. Down. Wait a minute. When I go down where? <laughs> to the post office. <laughs> That's where mm-hmm. we go. We ain't stood in that line hey, in a long time. It's been, it's been, boy, let me tell you something. But, <laughs> last time I was in the post office. You're famous down there, though. Probably about 95, maybe. 95? Yeah. 97. What is I'm down there for? What I'm down there doing? Get <laughs> my mail. Stuff. To mail stuff. Mailing to mail off stuff. stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm going house. down there. Oh, Taking your, your stuff to mail off to make okay. sure. Okay, what else? I don't, I don't know nothing about no post. I ain't been down <laughs> yeah. there. What? When, uh, when last time you changed the air filter at the house? You know where when they are? last time I changed the air filter? Did you know where they time? are? Hell no, I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, that's okay. <laughs> air filters? <laughs> I'm so unaware of that. <laughs> I know I know how to cut all the air on in all the rooms in the house. I got an iPad that do that, mm-hmm. and I know when it come on because a little orange flame come up and let me know that it's on, and that's it. I don't really know who. You got an iPad for that, so you don't touch the thermostat yourself on the wall. You have an you have iPad, smart home. You have we don't have home. thermostats on the wall. Oh, oh don't. Oh my god. Right. Okay. All right. See, we mm. learn from you, Steve. Yeah, how to yes, live. We do. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man. What else what y'all the, got? Because I yeah, don't like, have that in mind. Just want to know, because uh, I had to do this the other day. But when's mm-hmm. the last time you roll your window down and ask somebody for direction? <laughs> roll, well, you gotta roll my window, window down. Yeah, and ask somebody. Hey, hey, man, how you get to you? Ain't, when the last time you did? I don't know. You have to yeah. ask. Uh, you have to ask uh, 
I mean, you have to ask a driver. <laughs> I just go get in the car. I go to work. I go to golf store. I just go get in the car, dog. Now, if you don't know the way, you probably need to tell me that before I get in the car. But if I get in the car, I'm assuming you know where we're going. And I ain't, I ain't got to look up or none of that. I'm on my phone. Okay, Steve. I, this yeah. one, I, <clears throat> this, I, I, this is just for kicks and giggles. I know you okay. don't know the answer to this, but when's the last time you need a little extra cash and uh, you went to the ATM? <laughs> <laughs> And do you know your pen number? Uh-huh. What's right. your pen what's number, dog? What's your pen? <laughs> so, I was paying. I was at the golf store one time, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I ain't, I ain't done none of this. Everything has changed. Mm-hmm. So, the lady rings my stuff up, and we're just standing there. So I'm with Cliff, and so she says, "Go ahead." make your payment. So I reach in my pocket and I hand her my credit card. She said, no, just slide it in the slot. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm real, I really haven't been in the store, so I'm, I had to figure it out. So I, the lady said, no, turn it the other way. So I turn it and I push it in. And then I took it right back out. She says, no, no, you have to leave it in. <laughs> I'm, okay, well, well, what is this about? So it left it in there mm-hmm. and then it processed the receipt, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm waiting to sign something. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to do that either. They don't do that no more. No. Right. No, they don't. When did they stop that? <laughs> she just while. tore it off and handed me and said, have a yeah, nice day, Mr. Harvey. I'm just yeah. looking at her and I said, okay, now I don't want you to lose your little job and everything. I said, sister, hold on now. Yeah. Well, now you, you want me to, to sign? Because you <laughs> throw this receipt in this bag, I'm out of here with all this free stuff. Yeah. You're going to mess your damn job up. Yeah, I don't need it like that. Now, you know, Mm -hmm. 40 years ago, I'd have walked right up out of here and drove off fast as I could. (laughs) But I don't want you to lose. And so I I discovered that they don't do that no more. What else you got? An ATM pin machine, pin number. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. What about... what about pumping your own gas? Have, have yeah. you done that in a while? <laughs> I, Shirley, I ain't even been to the gas station. told you you got a driver. <laughs> yeah. Shirley, I haven't even been to the gas station. You haven't been even Must with be your driver? Nice. Huh? Even you with know they got driver. TVs at the pump that be talking and stuff. You know that. Uh-huh. Talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> they talk to you? TV clips. They run little advertisements. <laughs> on on gas show. pumps? Yeah, mm-hmm. entertainment really? news. You get caught like, up on you a like. Lot. Tell me, a gas station has got that on it. Uh, a Chevron, Chevron, BP, Chevron, Exxon, you know, all yeah. of them, all of them. Wow, I gotta go check that out. <laughs> you know they got TVs in the. You going to check it out? I'm gonna go see that. Pull around there. Let me see this TV. <laughs> I didn't know that. I really did. Now, you know they got TVs right in, the, in the cab too. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, you know, you go to New York. I don't give a damn who you are. Yeah, it's gonna get in the cab in New York. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I seen that in New York. Yeah. That okay. I do that right there. Man. But so it's just during the, the daytime. Have you yeah. gone to the restaurant and you know put your order in? Restaurant or anything? Digitally. You know, yeah, oh, you talking about waiter? They don't give you no hard menu. Uh-huh. I make them bring me a hard menu. I don't care if it is COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do this here. I need a hard this menu. They usually know. bring me a hard right away, Mister. Because do Thank you me. know what a QR code is? <laughs> 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 and what medicine? <laughs> 
to be continued. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 